When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia. Movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. Welcome to the Ravens Press Pass Podcast. The Ravens brought the new year in in style with a 56-19 win over the Miami Dolphins to clinch the number one overall seed in the AFC and an AFC North championship. It was quite the scene inside M&T Bank Stadium as the Ravens just delivered a commanding, dominant performance to take down one of the other best teams in the NFL. After the game, we had a chance to hear from head coach John Harbaugh, who discussed what this win means to this team. Okay, thanks for being here. Um, I hope it was entertaining and fun. Couldn't be more proud of this football team. Couldn't be more proud of the fans, man. Our fans were there. They were into it. It was loud. It was loud from the opening bell. Even with the adversity early in the game, our fans didn't didn't blink. Okay, they did a great job. I'm proud of them. I'm proud of the team. I feel like, I feel like, I don't know if I've seen a more impressive performance in a game. I'm not sure I've seen a more impressive uh, performance in a season up to date. And obviously, we have a lot more to do. We got a lot of work to do in front of us. But it's a mature football team, and they understand that. And they understand week to week that it's a it's a one week challenge and I just think the way they've approached every single game this year from the beginning on through adversity travel quality of opponents we've had to play to step up and play the way they had and to put an exclamation point on it triple exclamation points on it with a performance like this pretty much a well-rounded perfect performance like that after the uh, opening bell even that to, to bounce back from the beginning of the game the way they did it just it says about who who they are, and I just have so much respect for them. So, what questions do you have? Last week, you called in Lamar Jackson's performance and MVP performance. What would you say of this performance in this season? Yeah, I'd say it's even better. I mean, his performance was even better than last week. You know, he uh, he played he played really a great football game. I mean, he played a perfect football game in terms of the passing game. He was on point. The pass protection was fantastic. I mean, that's a really good pass rush. I uh, hope Chubb is okay. Be praying for him. He's he's one of the best players in the National Football League. He was a major contention for us. Uh, but our offensive line just played outstanding. Uh, the thing I want to mention too, while I'm thinking about it, uh, depth. <clears throat> the depth that we showed. We had a lot of guys out in this game. Coming off that that physical game last week, guys that couldn't end up going, couldn't make it. For our corners, the way our corners stepped up, the way they did, uh, receivers like Bateman to come out and play the way they did. Uh, it was just a very impressive performance. Uh, ben Cleveland came out and played great. And there's a spiritual depth to this team as well, okay, that under, underlines all that, you know, and I think that kind of where the real power comes from. John, John, were you starting to consider contingency plans that corner there, uh, especially when Worley went out? Well, yeah, you should play the guys you got. I mean, Darryl, uh was, was back up for an emergency, so uh, they told us if we had an emergency, uh, he could go back in. So. John, John they, play in the, they play in the game that, um, that fourth and seven. In, in, in the two-minute drill before halftime that you went for. Um, what went into the decision to, to go for it at that point? Yeah, uh, well, I mean, I felt good about our offense, first of all. I mean, I felt like we were really doing some good things. And then the, the kick was tough. The wind was coming out of that end, and it was just going to be a real challenging kick. I thought we had at least as good a chance of making the fourth down as we probably did. I mean, Tuck's the best in the business. Tuck was already out there, you know. Did that surprise anybody? 
but uh, and, he, and he probably would have made it. But we had a great chance, I thought, to, to get it and turn out to be the right call. John, you've been down so many bodies in, in, in your running backs. I mean, with J.K. and Keaton being lost for the year, what, what do you make of, especially Justice today, yeah, yeah. kind of stepping out of his utility role and, and rising above in a couple different roles for you to? Yeah, like we said, I mean, Justice is a starting running back too, you know, and I, he, he played that way. I mean, he was just, he was romping and stomping, man. I mean, just big play after big play. So impressive. He's, he's that kind of back. I, I, think, I think, you know, those guys kind of not took it personally so much as, but, you know, they, they're great backs. Gus is a great back. How about Mel goes in at the end of the game and runs the ball the way he does, you know? And sometimes guys just, just they, they, work, they work so hard. So many players in this league work so hard. And then, you know, an opportunity doesn't come. But when an opportunity comes to see guys step up the way they have, like Justice did and other guys have, it's just like as a coach, man, it's just, that's everything. Massively good. I mean, to me, that was kind of a part of it that we kept saying, if we can start hitting the deep ball, you know, we can make those big plays. That's going to that's gonna be a backbreaker, you know, and it turned out to be a backbreaker today. It was great to see. John, what is it about this team? You know, you play next week, you wrapped up the title. Have you given any thought to whether Lamar Jackson will play next week? Uh, I've given a lot of thought to it, uh, and it was uh, all kind of hypothetical until just now. And uh, I'm sure I'll talk to Lamar, and I'm sure he's going to want to play. Um, but, you know, we're going to have to talk about that and decide what we want to do. You know, you can, only, you can only take six players out of the equation. You know, and there's going to be injuries anyway. So, you know, it's not like the preseason. This is your, your, you got, you're playing your team, uh, except for whoever you end up taking out. Uh, so we just we're going to have to have the conversation. We have not made any decision there yet. You mentioned the way you've played against good teams. I mean, for the most part, you've not just won those games, you've dominated those games. What does that sort of say about rising to the moment or whatever quality there is in this team for that? Yeah, I mean, I think it, I, I'm not sure exactly how to define it, but I think you know it when you see it, right? And uh, that's pretty remarkable. What they, I don't think it's ever been done in the history of the National Football League, what these guys have done in that sense. So uh, it is, it's, it's, it's amazing. It's something that they'll have for the rest of their careers. We all will. But uh, there's a lot of work to be done still, and we're looking forward to the challenge. John, John how does it feel to have home field advantage now, secured through, through the AFC playoffs? It feels great, you know, but, uh, you know, we're good on the road too, you know. But, uh, no, we won't uh, – we, we like being here. I mean, our fans are incredible, you know, and it's a great place to be, and it's loud, and it's fun, and – and all that, but you know, you got to go play well. So between now and then, our focus is going to be on preparation and playing a great football game next Sunday against Pittsburgh coming in here, and then preparing for the first playoff game that we play in the divisional round and playing our best football in that game. That's everything we do has got to be locked in and focused toward that. And I know our guys are going to be looking at it that way. Hold on, fight, 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 hold on. We'll do two more. Charles goes first. Charles, go ahead, Charles. Oh, <laughs> Charles. that's true. That's true. And you look it. Charles, go ahead, Charles. I'm, I'm old enough. Um, <laughs> John, you just talked about home field. How crucial was it to earn that extra maybe couple of weeks of rest and recuperation for the guys that do need it? It's going to be valuable. There's no doubt about it. I mean, our guys are going to keep working hard and preparing to be ready to play. They'll practice. They'll, they'll lift. They'll do all the things they got to do. But uh, that extra week is going to be very valuable. Can I go? Yeah, you can go. Go ahead. You have permission to speak. <laughs> so what did you learn from 2019 when you had this? And, yeah. and do you call other coaches and talk to them and ask them uh, any advice or suggestions for you? I do. You know, it's, it's, I mean, Andy's my guy. It's kind of hard to call him, though, because he's, you know, he's also in the playoffs. So he probably didn't want to give me any good answers. Um, I'll probably talk to Coach Belichick, you know. But really, I think you just got to look at talk to your guys. I mean, talk to guys like Roe, talk to guys like Lamar. And, uh, and come up with a plan. And the biggest thing is going to be preparation. You know, just the way they prepare for that first game, that's it. 
but we remember 19. I mean, it's not something we're going to forget, and it's going to be something that's going to we're not going to take it for granted. Not, not that we ever would, but it's, it's, it's one more thing that, that uh, kind of makes you who you are at this point in time. So uh, we haven't forgotten that. All right, thanks, Coach. All right. That was head coach Sean Harbaugh. We also talked with quarterback Lamar Jackson. Lamar threw five touchdowns in this victory and kind of put an explanation point on his season and likely wrapped up his second MVP trophy. Lamar talked about this game and his focus going into the postseason. Lamar, you seem to be even more excited for Snoop than you were for the five you, you had. Are uh, you just locked in? Uh, what is it about the emotions that you were more emotional for Snoop's touchdown? I'm, yeah, that's my brother. So anytime he on the field, I'm be excited for anything he do. You know, I'm be ecstatic regardless. Um, any of my teammates, you know, I'm, I'm that type of player. No matter what's going on, what's the situation, you do something nice on the field, I'm going, I'm going to be happy for him. You know, that's all. Lamar, what's going through your mind when you're hearing the MVP chants from the crowd throughout the game? Uh, we need to finish this game. Like, I'm, I'm not really paying attention to the, the to the chance. You know, uh, last year, um, we was. The score was looking like that, you know, halftime and stuff like that in third quarter. Then those guys started making plays, and we didn't do anything, you know. But all the only thing that was on my mind was to finish the game, and today we did. Mar, how do you balance the excitement over what you guys have accomplished with knowing that you still have a lot that you want to get done? Knowing that we still have a lot to get um, <clears throat> going on, you know. We uh, got to finish this season the right way. Uh, we had one obstacle. We finished that obstacle. Um, we got Steelers next week, you know. So that's how I'm, that's how I'm staying focused this season. Just taking it one game at a time, like I've been preaching to you guys all season. Lamar, how important was it to how important was it to you know win this game, get the top seed? You know the, the road of the Super Bowl runs through you know Baltimore, obviously. How important was it to get it today? Uh, it was very important. You know, we had uh, a lot of guys, you know, banged up, you know, um, nipped up with injuries, guys who couldn't play. Um, we had guys who stepped up, uh, knew the situation, and they played lights out, you know, um, all phases. Uh, we all know it was important for us to get this win, and, and we did just that. You know, Mark, it's very tough when uh, Mark Andrews went down. Yeah. Can you describe the importance of having players like Charlie Kohler and Isaiah likely to step up the way they did? Yeah, man, we, we need guys. Well, I, I believe Eric DeCosta do a great job at, you know, going after guys who, who going to have that raving in them already, you know, establishing them since college and probably youth football, stuff like that. Uh, pass off to those guys for bringing players like Charlie and um, likely in, you know, and those guys just football players and they show it, you know, day in and day out. Does it feel, you know, you clinched the number one seed back in 2019. Yeah. Does it feel any different today clinching it, this, you know, how you did it compared to, to when you clinched it in 2019 at all? Uh, the only difference is I'm older. <laughs> that's the only difference. And I'm different guys who's a part of this team now. So that's the only difference. Well, well, I mentioned how you, uh, how you, you know, you talk a lot about being the underdog. How do you keep the underdog mentality after you start becoming the favorite? Because we know the the favorites on the favorite because of what they've been doing. Uh, we've been an underdog all season, even all season. You know, um, we like to keep it that way and just keep that on our mindset. We don't fall into the, the narratives of things changing. You know, just last week we were about to get toe up. Uh, you know, however they said it. 
Um, but our team, you know, we, we take that to heart and we go out there and play football. And that's what we know we did. that's what we're supposed to do. You know, we can't go out there thinking um, since we're the favorites, team's just going to buy down and just play how we want them to play. We got to go take it. And that, that's what we do. Lamar, for you personally, how important has it been to finish this regular season strong, especially after missing the last two Decembers? Uh, um, I just thank God for that. You know, I should have started to press off by thanking God. You know, from what you said, you know, the last two seasons, I wasn't able to, you know, fight with my team. You know, I had to do it from the sidelines and um, just cheer guys on. But I'm grateful for the opportunity, you know, and we're the number one seed now. You know, we just got to finish this season how we're supposed to. Lamar, you mentioned at the beginning of the season, Keys to the offense. Yeah. Heard you do more helpful things like that. How would you describe your comfort level and confidence at this point in the season? I'm very confident. Um, I, I feel like sometimes I try to let plays, um, certain plays on the field play out, but sometimes I gotta, um, you know, um, make a check here and there. And uh, that pass to Odell was one of the prime examples. You know that that wonderful catch he did. You know, but me just checking, just saying it was man coverage and stuff like that. Uh, just having the freedom to do what I, you know, what I see or do whatever I want to when I see things out there on the field, that's great for me. Lamar, what kind of rhythm we saw Todd Munkin on the field late in the game? Yeah, that's crazy. I, didn't know. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't expecting to see him until we got in the locker room, but for him to be on the field, I'm like, this man is funny. He's funny. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of rhythm was he in as a play caller tonight? Man, that, that's the type of game I like. You know, he was dialing it up, you know, being aggressive, uh, but. He was letting me be the decision maker. You know, I can be aggressive, but just take what the defense give us. And, you know, it was hand-in-hand -hand with that. And that's pretty much how I like the game to go. And he did a great job today. Lamar, five touchdown passes, perfect passer rating. Did you feel like you were in any in zone out there? Uh, I feel like I feel like if, if you could tell you're in the zone, you're not in the zone. You know, so I was just trying to focus on a play. You know, whatever play he called, just focus on that play. You know, I got the ball in my hand, make something happen, you know, just take advantage of what the defense gave me. And that's pretty much what it was. So, yeah, I was just locked in. That was quarterback Lamar Jackson. We also heard from linebacker Roquan Smith, who came up with a one-handed interception in the win. Roquan, what was the, uh, the locker room scene like after, excuse me, a, a big win like this? Honestly, um... I got the tail end of it because I was out trying to like make sure like some of the fans that get out here don't have uh, many chances and stuff trying to sign things and just take pictures uh, along the edges. So I was more so doing that. So I missed it. But, you know, I heard about it and then the aftermath, so, you know, a lot of really good pictures with the guys and just, you know, celebrating uh, the hard work. But knowing we obviously uh, got a long ways to go. Roquan, what to say about this team over the last six days? You've got distractions with Christmas and New Year's, played San Francisco, Miami, you outscored them 89 to 38. Honestly, man, I just think uh, it's just adversity. Look adversity in the face. And like I always tell the guys, chin up, chest out. Like, we don't bow down for anything. You, you, all you can do, people make excuses with adversity, and we just produce. I'm in the result-making business, and the guys in the uh, locker room is in the same type of business. So regardless, getting back at 9 on, what, Tuesday, and then, you know, having to roll. But at the end of the day, life is not about excuses. It's about what you're going to do and play the cards that you're dealt. And that's how I live my life, and that's how the guys in the locker room roll. What adjustments did you make? Did the defense make as, as as the game went on? Because I mean, they were they were gouging you pretty good on the first couple of drives, but then you guys kind of locked in. What what did you do to change that? Uh, 
doing what we do. And I think that's just uh, getting back to the fundamentals. And, you know, hats off to those guys. They actually had a lot of, uh, you know, some good plays uh, dialed up. And, you know, that's credit to them. Their coaches, they get paid as well. And their players, they get paid as well. So when you think about it from that perspective, we just had to settle down and do what we had to do. And, you know, obviously turnovers help any game. So we just got to do what we got to do, focus on uh, the little things. And we do that, man, with hard, hard defense to uh, move the ball on consistently. Brooke, can you take us through the <clears throat> one-handed pick and just what you saw in that play to, to get to it? Yeah, it was kind of funny because uh, the one, I think it was on the first or second drive when 10 caught it, uh, to our right uh, on the on the Marlowe one, I seen it then, and I like I, I didn't get that fast enough. So I was like, crap, like thinking about it. And I was like, if I get that again with the back fast, and then I knew it had to be an in-breaking route. So I said, I'm going to just run. And then if I ran, and I couldn't believe it. And then I seen it, I was like, crap, let me stick this arm out. And that's what happened. LeBron, <laughs> you said last week in an interview that you have no doubt that Lamar is the most valuable player in this league. What was it like watching him perform today? Uh, yeah, man, I was uh, like a little kid at the movie theaters, except I didn't have popcorn, you know. But it was it was pretty sweet, man. And like you know, the guy's a warrior, you know, bust his tail day in and day out, and you know, come out here, we at the bank. He know we have to protect the bank by any means necessary, and he did just that. And look where we are, and we we go through him. So I'm just proud to be on this team and not going against him. I'll say that. Robert, what is it about this team that from top to bottom? <clears throat> You know, every week you come out, you're not only beating teams, you're dominating teams and the best teams in the NFL at that. What allows this team to do that? I think it's just each and every person. And I try to tell the guys, look yourself in the mirror, know exactly who you are. And each and every person in that locker room know exactly who they are day in and day out. And we know what's on the line. Because at the end of the day, I try to shift the mindset knowing that guys are trying to take your livelihood away from you when you truly think about it, what you're trying to do for your family. Um, and when you think about that man and you play to the last whistle and give everything you got, and how talented we are, I think it just starts with at the top as well and uh, building the team. So I'm just grateful to be a part of it. And I just know at the end of the day, we'll go to war for each other. And if we get knocked down, we're getting right back up. And you're going to have to do it over and over because that's the way we're built. What does home field advantage mean you know, for, for the Braves? The bank, man. It, I, I never played here prior to uh, coming here. Never got, got a chance to play in Baltimore. But like hearing the fans here, man, it's an amazing atmosphere. I'm grateful to be here, and it gets rocking. So I'm excited for it, whoever it is. Just know we're doing it chin up, chest out. It got to come through the bank, and we're going to be ready by any means necessary. How dicey was it with the injuries piling up uh, on defense? Uh, it seemed like you guys were losing guys left and right for a while, but still maintaining a, a really good performance out there. I think that just goes back to adversity. You look uh, look adversity in the face, and are you going to fold or are you going to stand up to it? And like I always say, said it earlier, chin up, chest out. We have that mindset. So we look it right in the face, and, hey, it's not going to make us fold at all. We're going to go right through it, and if it's knock us down, we're coming right back for it all because at the end of the day, that's how we're built, and that's what we want. We want all the smoke by any means. Can you talk about the toughness of Patrick Green? I mean, you were helping him off the field at one point on the turnover on downs. Just talk about his toughness. Yeah, man. Uh, Patrick Packard's funny sometimes, but uh, yeah, he's definitely a, uh, he's a he's a he's a he's a tough guy. You know, we're all going through uh, different things and whatnot. Him as well as you know guys throughout the defense. You know, that's part of the season, and that's what you know separates the frauds uh, from the, the pretenders and all that all, all of those things. And I think him, man. You know, he knowing what's at stake uh, for himself, and he knowing how important he is to this defense of being able to just fight, play in and play out because that truly determines who you are as a person because, hey, everything's not going to be all flowers and cake every day. It's about when things get tough, how you stand up, how you look yourself in the mirror. And I know how, how I think and I know how he think as well, knowing that, hey, regardless, I'm going to be here for each other because at the end of the day, that's who we have. One more, one more for Ruffon. Yeah, 
along those lines to get a wild card round by maybe a reduced snap load next week. How important is that for you, for this team at this point in the season, 18-game season, 17-game season? Yeah, for sure. Uh, it's definitely going to be important being able to uh, get some uh, get some rest with the uh, wild card win. But at the end of the day, uh, we're going to enjoy this one uh, tonight. And regardless, like we're not an excuse making business. If it was Thursday, hey, roll the ball out there. We're going to be ready. Concrete, playground, wherever you want it. We're going to be here. Promise you. In the locker room, we heard from outside linebacker Adafe Owe, who had a sack in this game, and talked about why this defense is the best in the league. What does it say about this, this defense? I mean, Miami you know, came in with all these accolades, put up big numbers for this defense to deliver this kind of performance. I finally believe we're number one now. Like, I feel like you know, we had guys that were out. We had guys that had to step up and play like crucial roles that didn't always get like the most reps in it. And they were still, you know, we had stretches where, you know, we had to bounce back. But we have such a resilient team, resilient guys, really resilient, you know, teammates. So, uh, you know, I, like I said, we're number one defense, and I feel like, you know, we just proved it the past few weeks. Can you describe the feeling on the on the sideline in the locker room? You guys seal, you know, seal the game, get the number one seed. Um, we saw a little bit so far on social media about what the reaction was like in the locker room. But can you describe that for us, just how satisfying it is, knowing there's work to accomplish, but to accomplish what you have so far? Yeah, it's kind of like, like I said, it's a brief sigh you know, of, damn, we just did it. You know, you gotta be able to sit back and you know enjoy and, and you know celebrate and th give thanks to God for what we accomplished because it's not easy. You guys see it, 17 weeks. No one is like us. No one has the record that we have, and there's one true champion. So it feels good. You gotta enjoy everything. Thank God for Harv's giving us them, them days off. So um, after that, we'll be ready for Steelers and ready to take them. What was it like watching Lamar Jackson play today? The past few years, you know, it's not even just today or the season. You know, I just I see it every day. Um, he's magical. I feel like he, he sealed the MVP. Um, Lamar's been him, always been him, you know, when people didn't believe it, and then when people believe it. So, you know, I'm very proud of him. He told us at the beginning of this year that he got us, and, you know, there was no one that, you know, didn't believe him. So, you know, I'm proud of him. Along those lines, Lamar's talked all year about being locked in and kind of t keeping a singular mindset on what you guys want to accomplish. How does he set the tone in that regard? No, and now you got the first round by and all that stuff. Yeah, it's Lamar, like, once Lamar is locked in, everyone follows suits. You know, it's like he's our QB. You know, he has such influence, and like once, like once he really, really understands and knows that, like we all just gonna follow the lead. And you can see it this year. Like he's locked in. Like he's throwing the ball. He's running. Like he's just controlling the whole offense. So you know, I'm very proud of him and very proud of the offense. Last one for Adafi. Defensively, how, how is this defense able to withstand? You know, maintain a great performance out there, even though the injuries keep coming and get coming and coming. Like next man up mentality. We got dogs on this team in every position. It's like first, second, first string, second string, third string. We got dogs. So one guy goes down, one guy gets hurt. We got next dog coming in. So we're the number one defense for a reason. It's not just the starters. It's, just, it's the second, third, fourth. Even guys haven't even played yet. Ham hasn't even played yet. We have dogs, so I feel like it's that simple, you know what I mean? Yeah. That was linebacker Adafe Owe. We also heard from fullback Patrick Ricard, who came up with a touchdown in this win. This game is kind of a testament to the roster depth you have because you 
guys on defense were dropping slides. I mean, yeah. they didn't have a, a couple key players coming in. It had been Cleveland, who hasn't really played much this year. Yeah. He played well. This is kind of a testament to, a, you know, what the, the, the kind of depth they built. Yeah, I mean, I think it's been since week one. I mean, we lost J.K. Dobbins right away. We just lost, we lost Mark Andrews a month ago. We lost Keaton last week or two weeks ago now. Um, and, you know, there's been guys on defense that have been getting banged up, but they've been coming back. I think, like you said, the depth is just there. Guys are just, when the opportunity comes, they make the most of it. I think it's just a credit to the scouting department of getting the right guys here, the coaches preparing the guys the right way, guys, you know, believing in the process and just really just being locked in during the week and just getting ready to play whenever they're, you know, the number's called. and. I think we've been seeing it all year. I think we don't skip a beat or lose, you know, a step when guys go down. Um, you know, now hopefully, we, you know, guys can come back healthy and we can, you know, on to Pittsburgh in the playoffs. Comparisons to 19 are going to be inevitable. Do you see the similarities to this year or that year? <laughs> it's, it's like almost the same. <laughs> Last games against Pittsburgh, regular season, got a first round bye. I think... You know, we didn't we didn't have the starters play in that last Pittsburgh game, and I think hopefully we do now. That's always up to Coach Harbaugh and the players. That's just me saying that because I think you know we had two or three weeks of guys not playing. Um, but yeah, it's just kind of funny how it's like that. You know, it's almost the same record for the most part. Um, but yeah, we're all just really excited just how the season's been going, and you know. We still have a lot more to go. The grunt work mostly, but what does it mean to you when you get to the end zone? <clears throat> you know, I'm not I'm not here to be you know catching balls and scoring touchdowns, but when it happens, it's super cool. We've been practicing that play for a number of weeks, so as soon as it was called, you know, I was like, all right, spit on my gloves. Here we go. Make sure I do it right, and and I was just excited to be open and have the ball in there, and, <clears throat> and I'm just just thankful that the ball stuck to my hand and I was able to catch it. Um, and I thought it was it was just perfect. It was five, after we scored and Tuck made the extra point, it was four, we had 42 points, number 42. So I think it was just meant to be. Um, but yeah, it was just just awesome that Monk made that call and believed in me and Lamar to to make it happen. How good of a game did a Monk call today? I think it was awesome. I mean, so many guys scoring touchdowns, so many guys making great plays. Um, I felt like we were just having great drives. There's a couple of drives we could have done better on, but overall, I mean, they're a great team, great defense, and I, we put up almost 60 points. Pat, you've been around Lamar, obviously. How have you seen his evolution, and in particular, with Todd Monkin's offense, how have you seen it evolve? Yeah, I think Lamar just, his reads and his progressions are so much quicker and faster and decisive. Like, he knows where he wants to put the ball, and I think we have, the weapons to make it happen. Guys are getting open. Guys are making the plays when, they, when it's needed, and guys are stepping up <clears throat> in, in crucial moments, and they're making the plays, and I'm just really proud of everybody. Pat, if you could take a step back and look at what you guys have accomplished to this point thus far, how impressive do you think it really is? I mean, you guys are coming out and beating teams every week, not only you know any NFL team, the best in the league. I think it just shows the kind of guys we have in this locker room, the character that we have. It's just, it's really week to week. Like, last week we're the underdogs. This week we're not the underdogs. It's just like we don't really care about all that stuff. We just want to just play ball and just get to work and prepare each week and just play as hard as we can. And I think that's what we've been doing. I know you kind of engage with Ravens Twitter from time to time. This week they kind of went to war for Lamar after 
someone said that he's not quarterbacky enough. Did, did that make your radar at all? Yeah, I think I saw that. I think it was like some GM or DC or something like anonymously said it or something. We're like, no, no. Oh, I don't know. I don't even know what that means. Like, he's clearly a quarterback. You know what I'm saying? Like, he makes he makes the plays and the throws and. Okay, because he can he can run the ball pretty well, so he's not as quarterbacky. I don't get it. You know, he's a great player. That was fullback Patrick Ricard. We also heard from tight end Isaiah Likely. He had a one-handed touchdown grab of his own, and he also came up with another score. It was an excellent game from Likely, and he discussed his role in this offense and the growth that he's seen over the past couple of months. The skill players that we have that surround Lamar. I mean, anybody can have any given day. I mean, Zay had, what, his first two catches for 100 yards something? He had 75-yard touchdown. Bate been killed. Bate. Uh, Odell had a, a crazy catch. Uh, tie, every tight end scored. So that just shows you, I mean, and then you got to deal with Lamar. So that just shows you what kind of offense we really have. Take us to that one-handed catch. <laughs> uh, you know, just seeing that was man coverage, trying to flatten off, trying to make uh, the, the throw easier for Lamar, trying to be friendly. Lamar, trusting me, uh, just really throw out of the defender's way and trust me and go up and get it. And I got it. And I said, yeah, I got to score this one. <laughs> when, when, uh, when that fourth down play was called, did you know that was high likelihood that it was coming to you on that play? No. So I, I really thought, uh, you know, when we went in the huddle, we called the actual play. So I was like, okay. And then when I seen that, you know, mo- most of their guys were up on the line, I said, okay, man coverage. And I mean, Technically, I am the you know first in the progression, so you know trying to be as you know win my route as fast as possible to help him out, and it was what it was. Isaiah, you guys have been practicing since the spring minicamp. What's it mean to a team when you clinch a division title and top seed? Uh, I mean, it means the world. I mean, it just shows you guys you know the preparation, you know all the hard work we put in the off season is paying off. But that's just one more step in our road to where we really want to get to. What do you make of Justice's day? I mean, obviously a big game as a receiver, big game as a returner. Um, how has he kind of hung in there and ha- to have a performance like this? I mean, he showed you what kind of back he is. I mean, all our backs are electric. They all do their th- uh, what they do specially. I mean, he had a great game. Gus had a great game. And then even Melvin came in and showed you guys that what he's capable of. So I feel like, you know, every skill position, you know, does their craft. There's a reason everybody's here on the Ravens. So showing what they perfect and showing how, you know, what happens when the ball's in the hand. I mean, sky's the blue. Isaiah, your role has obviously grown since, since Mark went down. You made the most of it. How would you describe, has your confidence kind of grown over the past couple of months as you stepped into this big role? Uh, I mean, I feel like my confidence grows more in practice. I mean, trying and understanding, you know, that tight end role means a lot. I mean, just understanding that, you know, I'm going to have, I'm going to mess up here and there. I mean, that's what comes with, you know, going against the best in the league. Uh, day in, day out, but understand that, you know, as long as me and Lamar and me and uh, Munkin are on the same page and Coach Gossie trust me and put me in the game, uh, you know, just showcase my talent. What did you think you saw Munkin on the sidelines at the end of the game? I mean, <laughs> I heard that he was trying to come down with four minutes left, so, you know, try, seeing him come down early, that's always a good thing because that means, you know, the game's set in stone. Was Munkin more in his bag when he's calling plays or when he was dancing on the sideline? Probably dancing on the sideline. <laughs> you ever seen a, a coordinator dance like that? No, I haven't. <laughs> That was Isaiah Likely. You're listening to the Ravens Press Pass Podcast. Make sure you leave a rating and a review. And if you want a full breakdown of the game, head over to the Lounge Podcast feed and we break it all down for you over there. Thanks for listening. Enjoy this win. We'll be back with you later this week.